0: Well,
1: it's Friday. Thank God it's Friday. We have some good news for you. So let's just get to it. Welcome in. This is Religionless Christianity. I'm your host, Spencer. And this is my beautiful wife, Nikki. Hi. And we are going to try to bring you guys some good news today. So, we are still waiting for episode eight, I believe it is, of the Rise and Fall of Mars Hill podcast. It has not come out yet. Mm -hmm. So, um, it may may come out eventually, I guess. Uh, We'll see. But we always want to try to make sure we're giving you guys some good news on Friday anyway. So, if that episode comes out, you know, whatever Tuesday, like it's supposed to, we'll have that for you next week. But um, with today's show, coming through the news. I had a couple or one article in particular that jumped out to me and I thought, you know, before we dive into the good news, we should touch on these um, a few news stories that I saw that like I said jumped out to me and one of the reasons why we started this podcast was we wanted to sort of help Christians basically learn how to live a Christ-centered life in a secular world, which is where we find ourselves. Mm-hmm. So um these news stories jumped out to me is just like easily identifiable fake news. And I know that that term is, you know, whatever. Some people love it, some hate it, but fake news is alive and well, um, just because Donald Trump's not in the <laughs> White House anymore. Fake news is still alive and well. Um, now, the stories that we're, we're covering aren't for any particular reason. We don't really care necessarily about the stories themselves. Um, although one of them is about a church, so we care a little bit about that because <laughs> they're trying to shame the church. But uh the reason why we thought touching on this before we get to the good news was you know, Christians need to be able to decipher truth from sort of the lies that we live in. Um, and it's everywhere around us all the time. Like our news media, they're just propaganda. Bills. So even if they're telling yeah. you a story that might be true, they're telling it with their own twist and spin. That leads it to be almost fake news, essentially. And that's sort of I think where we find ourselves, especially with these stories. They may not necessarily be outright lies or made-up stories, but the way they're reported. You're like, ooh, yes, the way they're
2: reported. Exactly.
1: Yeah. So uh, we're about to dive into these stories, but I forgot to mention, honey, is there anything you would like to say before we get to Uh, this?
2: Well, it's just along the lines of like how um, you know, to be a Christian in a secular world just Cause today I took the kids out to this homeschool like recess meetup, and you know I just found the group on Facebook, just local. I'm like, okay, to some kids their age, they can hang out with, and you know they're other homeschool parents. You know they're probably wholesome Christians, <laughs> and, and I was just, I mean, I didn't get to know all of them there. There was maybe like six or seven moms there with their kids, but it was just obvious from the way they talk and. I don't know, just the conversation was just, I don't know. It was just not good, and there was one lady that was talking about her trans daughter and how she was offended by Christian homeschool moms that didn't make them feel welcomed and accepted, and she was telling me all this, and I'm just like, yeah, there's a time and a place to discuss that. They shouldn't have kind of, like, ganged up on you. Like, you know, I disagree if the way it was handled, but I was like, this, I am not going to get into this right here, right now. Like it was just awkward. And I just felt like I, I don't know, this lady had inappropriate tattoos on her body, like porn. I did not want my kids seeing that. And like, it was just really awkward. And so I'm like struggling cause it was a lady there that I kind of like really liked talking with her, but I don't know. Like do you pursue friendships with people because you have something in common because you, You want to eventually lead them to Christ. So maybe you guys could jump on the Discord and we could talk about this because I'm kind of torn. Like, do I pursue friendship with a couple ladies in this group who aren't Christian, but then they want our kids to hang out and they're... I don't know. I don't want to... You also, at the same time, want to protect your kids because they're teaching their kids Worldly stuff, the whole reason we didn't want to send them to public school, and then we go and hang out with the same kind of people we're trying not to raise our kids around. So I'm like, I guess homeschooling isn't like you're gonna have the same people that homeschool that you know it yeah,
1: was definitely. just
2: shocking. I was surprised.
1: It's that like do you kind of hide yourself from the ungodly in the world, or you just kind of mix with it so you might be able to yeah. shine your light a little bit because if
2: because I different don't different work situation. somewhere where I work among. You know, people who aren't Christians. So, how do I be in the world to even reach people for Christ? You know? So, I don't know. I need some godly wisdom here. So,
1: yeah, we'd love to hear from you guys.
2: Let us know. Let me know.
1: (laughs) Yeah. And you can jump on our Discord. Let us know. That's a great place for us just to kind of have a back and forth conversation. Mm -hmm. Um, Please like and subscribe. If you haven't, if you're on the podcast, follow us, whatever platform you're on. Um, Social media links are down in the description. So the first story that we got for you guys today, touching on sort of that fake news concept, and this one comes from The Slate. We got it from yahoo.com, but it's from The Slate, and uh, Mm -hmm. this is the headline right here.
2: Okay, the headline says, It's not very church-like. A South Carolina woman evicted from church-owned house after 25 years. Oh, man. Uh, yeah, that sounds bad. You're like, ugh, You want to read these next two <laughs> paragraphs real quick? Yeah, so it um, continues on. On one of the hottest days of the year in July, flies feasted on a spoiled pack of chicken breasts that sat in the yard among the strewed belongings of a woman's former home on Columbia's King Street. Uh, during the Columbia summer heat and in the middle of a pandemic, Elvira Kennedy, 76, had been evicted from her home of a quarter century after getting behind on rent. The yard looked like the house had vomited and spewed clothes, cabinets, mattresses, the food in the refrigerator, and hundreds of other items onto the yard, sidewalk, and curb in front of the home. Like, why cabinets?
1: Like, <laughs> Yeah, and like, you read this headline, and if you're just a headline reader, which most Americans are, they're just perusing yeah. and reading headlines, you're like, ah, man, see those hypocritical Christians. We knew it, right? Um, uh-huh. Throwing old ladies out on the street. But why this is fake news is if you actually take the time to go through and read the article, um, the story goes on to say that she was basically evicted, not even by the church, but by the property management company. Mm -hmm. Um, And they basically said that she'd been getting eviction notices um, filed against her since 2003. So for 18 years, this lady's been getting eviction notices um, because she wasn't paying rent. And then not to mention at the end of it, and I guess throughout the last couple of years, she'd been moving other people in like family and stuff to live with her essentially rent free. Cause they weren't paying either. Um,
2: mm-hmm. so, and it has made it look like she's just trying to help them and be what the church is supposed to be.
1: Yeah. And even this lady points out, she's like, ah, oh, you know, I've worked for that church for 25 years and all this sort of stuff. And like, painting the picture that this new pastor they talk about shows up into town and then it all changes and he kicks her out in the street like that's just not the case at all
2: yeah and the church actually said that she never contacted them or they would have helped and the property management company said the same thing so you read the story you can see you can see the fake news um yeah, the and it's just, of it's the facts and good stuff.
1: to see this. And again, this story itself doesn't mean a whole lot other than they're trying to disparage a church. But like the pastor comes out there and he's like, yeah, she's never contacted us. We would have definitely helped her. The property management company said the same thing. Like we would have definitely helped this lady. She yeah. also moved her son in and he never paid rent either. I wonder,
2: like all these people living with her aren't helping her.
1: And they're like, she's a proud woman. She said she's taking care of it. And you're like,
2: it so don't matter.
1: Just, It's important when you're kind of combing through headlines, especially if stuff even touches the fringes of Christianity. Right. I would look at it it. and make note of it and be like, no, 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 that's not the truth there. Because this world wants to paint Christians and Christ in a negative light all the time. And, you know, you got to be there ready to defend that sort of nonsense. Yeah, you
2: go and read and you see it doesn't add up with the headline no that and they know you're not gonna read the article they're oh. just like put the headline out there but have the truth in the article nobody's gonna read it
1: yeah they <laughs> they know very well that we are not uh actual article readers we're headline readers so that one definitely jumped out but this other one to me was even more <laughs> stark i guess and if you want to read this uh the headline oh, here it says on uh this is talking about larry elder Says Elder's ex fiance said he brandished a gun at her. And then, if you want to, and this one comes from the Politico. Mm. Um, if you want to just read this first paragraph, honey.
2: Alexandra, I don't know how I say her last name.
1: Dadage, Dadage, I don't know.
2: Okay. The former fiance and longtime radio producer for California GOP, Goobernash-
1: Gubernatorial.
2: notorial. <laughs> Uh, Larry Elder says she broke off an 18 month engagement with the conservative talk show host 2015 after he waved a gun at her while high on marijuana.
1: This article has so, and this is the one that I was scrolling through at first and saw and was like, Oh, here we go. Fake news. It's still alive and well, especially in California. And there are so many things about this article and listen, I can't say with all, with any certainty that this isn't a true story. This very well could all be true, right? I don't know for certain. Um, but when I read through this, I'm like, dude, this, this should be in the dictionary next to fake news, this article. Um, so the first thing that jumps out, this happened in 2015. As you would know, it's 2021. And we really haven't heard of this. Maybe you have. And if this is something that's been around forever, and I just never heard it, maybe. I don't but know, I hadn't. the first time that we hear about it, um, so that, to me, is always a red flag, like, oh, so yeah. he's just happening to running for be in the running for governor, Yeah. and then here you come, like, oh, this guy held a gun at me, and you're like, <laughs> okay. Um, but yeah, or, but the
2: story goes on to say that this girl is a former 10,000-a-day hooker that worked for uh, Heidi, how do you say her last name? Heidi Fleiss. Fleiss, and she flew first class, though later in the article, she claims that she was human trafficked, and so it sounds like she's playing the victim card, like, um, you don't make ten thousand a day when yeah. you're trafficked.
1: So first off, we're trying to take, and again, not to disparage anybody, but we're taking a hooker's word for it that you know, in a normal, sane world, hookers aren't generally like the most credible witnesses on the planet. yeah, not saying she isn't but yeah, generally but then also like. She's trying to say she was human trafficked, and you're like, you made $10,000 a day? Like, I don't know that you know what human traffic means. But, um, again, another thing that jumps out in the article, she very accurately describes the gun that was weighed. Well, not very accurately, but she accurately describes that it was a forty five caliber. Why that's made known outside of just a pistol yeah. seems weird to me. And then she goes on in the article to specifically mention, you know, I'm a big Second Amendment fan, grew up with a dad. You know, and it's like
0: they're trying mm. to paint the
1: in this whole article. And the reason it jumped out to me is they're like painting this picture that like, hey, here's this girl. She wanted to marry Larry Elder. She's really conservative, just like all you guys that are reading this. And even mm-hmm. she has problems with Larry Elder. So it's just not in And the
2: article makes sure to note that she is voting for one of Larry Elder's GOP rivals. They want you to know that this isn't political, no, because she's voting for a Republican.
1: Yeah. So that's like the, they sort of tie that in at the end that, like, hey, and she's all like, she's not even voting for Gavin Newsom. So this isn't political. She's voting for a Republican. But the Republican they mention, like, is a dude that has no chance of winning. Larry Elder is the only Republican that has a chance of winning this recall election. So, she's not voting for this guy. And even if she is, she's wasting her vote, which is essentially a vote for Gavin Mm News. Not that she's wasting her vote. I don't like that talk, but you're voting for somebody that has no chance of winning. She's not, let's just, she's not. Um, (laughs) But then it also does go on to mention, because they're trying to paint this picture that she's one of you conservatives, right? One of you Republicans. Mm -hmm. But she mentions that she was an executive assistant for a lot of years for a legislator named, uh, I think his name was Nate Holden. So they're trying to paint this picture of her as a conservative. And then you look up Nate Holden. He was a longtime Democratic state legislator who went on to work on Kamala Harris's transition team. So a liberal dude, like, so I'm actually surprised that this story took so long to come out. Um, You know, Governor Newsom, in my mind, must have had a really hard time actually finding someone that was willing (laughs) to lie about Larry Elder. And it seems to us that you they just got to look for an X. Go find them X's. <laughs> um, and what's funny to me is if Larry Elder was a Democrat, I feel like this story would have just been labeled as like racist white privilege. Cause she's a white lady disparaging a black man. Um, but he's a conservative yep, yep. black man who in today's world is barely, they a, could a take it and
2: spin it the way they want.
1: Yeah. So to me, I just wanted to point these articles out. Cause this is the stuff that I look for. And I would encourage you to look for it as well. Anytime something just even looks fishy a little bit, do a little bit of digging in it. And if it, you know, looks like a rat smells like a rat, it's probably a rat, mm-hmm. right? Um, so if you guys stumble on other, you know, news articles and stuff that jump out to you as fake news, we'd love to hear or see them send them to us on Facebook, Twitter, whatever, I get a good chuckle out of reading these stories because I think they're so ridiculous.
2: That first one was way Um, too long.
1: Yeah. Well, it was a long story, but it was good, (laughs) uh, I thought. So, yeah, just wanted to make that aware of fake news is still out there. You still got to be on your toes when you're hearing stuff on the news media, reading articles. Don't just take it at face value. Um, Our news media is, they're the worst people in our country. Mm -hmm. Um, But, anyways, Onto that good news. So, this one definitely I did not expect, and we'll see if it's good news. If you think it's good news, I'm, I'm in favor of it, um, just because it talks about God. Oh, not that. This. one. So, if you want to read that uh, headline, honey.
2: Lil Wayne offers uh, financial support to cop who saved his life. Reveals God kept him alive during sui- uh, suicide attempt. And the story goes on to say, when little Wayne was 12, for fear of punishment, he decided to commit suicide and shot himself in the chest. He didn't die, though. Unfortunately, he called the police before shooting himself. The cops came, and one cop in particular, who he calls Uncle Bob, drove him to the hospital and personally, uh, drove him to the hospital personally. (laughs) And Wayne goes on to credit that man and what's more awesome. god for saving his life that sounds weird
1: yeah sorry we kind of take some notes on certain parts of the headlines and stuff so i normally type the notes up and i have you know a, a hillbilly backwoods way of typing and reading so yeah um, don't blame nikki for my <laughs> terrible pen he gives god credit <laughs> yeah basically he gives this cop credit and then he more importantly gives god credit which is why i think it's important because Listen, like we in no way think that little Wayne is like somehow a model Christian. I mean, I would not recommend anybody listen to his music, um, anything (laughs) like that. But he does have a big platform. And to me, this shows there's at least a crack in the door of his soul (laughs) that's open. Um, So I personally probably won't go anywhere, but I reached out to him on Twitter (laughs) and told him like, hey, man, I read this story. I'm Praise God that he saved your life. Um, I would encourage yeah. you all to flood him with messages of praise God, share a real testimony with him. I mean, yeah, um, he's not outside the reach of God if God wants to pull him in to the family. Um, mm-hmm. But then also this cop isn't just uncle Bob, the cop, more importantly today, he's a white cop. Um, so apparently all cops aren't racist, uh, looking to hunt, kill black people. Cause this guy saved his life. And, um, Mm-hmm. yeah that's that's good and it's even better that he gave god the credit for saving him because the story is pretty gruesome i didn't know this about I little wayne know. um you can go and read the story but apparently he shot himself in the chest and bled yeah. uh profusely for a while um
2: when but- i read it earlier i didn't i guess i didn't catch the part where he called the cops first and i was wondering why they were yeah, knocking so- on the door and those other cops didn't even notice him they bleeding but The one the white cop noticed. Well,
1: and he said, part of me reads that and goes, he's trying to cover for, you know, the woke black people where he's still throwing some cops under the bus of like, ah, all these other ones didn't even care about me. Yeah, okay, sure. But whatever, overlook that. You got to appease the masses, I suppose. But get to the meat of it. And that's that this cop saves his life. But more importantly, he gives credit to God for saving him, which I would say is true because he shot himself in the chest and you know he survived long enough to have the cops save him so that's yeah. good news that's awesome reach out to little wayne on twitter if you got the time and the means um and share the gospel with I him i know
2: because he brought up god that's a springboard it's a springboard uh, to jump into the gospel with him like he started the conversation so i mean pray that people would re- reach out and to him and don't just think oh continue. he's rich and
1: famous he doesn't really know god yeah it's not our call we right. share the gospel um so and then this last um this last article, you know, we touched on yesterday, or not yesterday, but in the previous episode on Wednesday,
2: Mm
1: -hmm. um, about praying and doing what we could for the people that are struggling and stuck in Afghanistan and all of that. And we just wanted to add on to that today. And then this article comes from the blaze. And if you want to read that headline, baby.
2: It is truly a miracle. Glenn Beck's audience raises astonishing ten million dollars for Afghanistan in one day. That is astonishing. That's
1: amazing. (laughs) And you know, listen, Glenn Beck. Right? I know he's not for everyone. Not everyone's a fan, especially Christians. Like, ah, the Mormon, whatever, man. Put that nonsense aside. In my opinion, like, the dude's doing good work. Um, He's raised ten million, and he has a charity called the Nazarene Fund, which. Their goal is to basically mostly focus on women and children, um, Christian women and children in the Middle East and um, tough situations and get them out of those situations or basically rehome them in a country where they can live in peace. Um, that's what the Nazarene Fund is designed to do. And uh, it's been around for a long time. He's saved a lot of people. Um, and he asked this week to raise $20 million by today. And again, so far they've raised well over ten million, and the goal is to rescue mm-hmm. five thousand women and children mm-hmm. from Afghanistan.
2: I know. I think they like updated, and they said like thirteen That's million. That's awesome. Like it keeps going up. So they raised over ten million, and we just want to encourage you guys uh, to donate today if you could. Like, don't wait for later because they they want to get this money out as soon as possible because they yeah. have their you know, their aircraft, like secured, you know, they got most of the money up front. So
1: yeah, and you know, we, you know, mentioned charities, other charities to give to. And if you've already given to one of those, God bless you. Um, But if you haven't, you know, we would just strongly consider you to uh, support this charity. Again, lay your feelings of Glenn Beck or whoever aside if there's somebody that has a means to rescue people. Yep. Um, we donated to the Nazarene fund. So we put our money where our mouth is. We're not just asking you guys to donate and we've donated to the Nazarene fund in the past. So, you know, it's, it's just a great opportunity, a great way for you to not sit around being helpless and wishing you could do something. There's actually people going Mm -hmm. to do it and they know how to do it. Right. that's more important. It's not just
2: for God to do something, but he uses people as your answer to prayer And money is what's really going to make it happen. That's, what you need to get all the aircraft there, all the people there to help.
1: Yeah. And like at the end of the day, these women and children, like they're not going to be waiting to be rescued and go, wait a minute. Is that the aircraft of a Mormon? (laughs) I'm staying here. (laughs) Like, no, they don't care. Like they need to get on the plane. This is an opportunity. And you know, we're kind of making light of that whole, I'm hoping that's not a concern for most of the people listening to this, but um mm-hmm. to us like this is amazing and we needed to just pray for or pray to god basically for the men and women that are going to get these people yeah. um that they would be safe that yeah. they would be uh, mm. just just do all that they can Um, pray for their safety that they get in get out and then you know just pray for the people that are being rescued you know um mm. i think it's important and we can't sit around here and this is another thing too we talked about not letting anger lead us into a place yep. of sin, right? And we see so many people, especially if you're on social media, like just bemoaning our national leaders and, oh, how come the president's not doing it? We can't sit around here and wait for our national leaders yep. to weigh the political maneuvering of every decision. We can
2: get stuff done yeah, without their okay. <laughs> that is
1: what America is. Like, we don't need our leaders to tell us how to do things. Yep. They do whatever they do. Who cares? We have the ability <laughs> Um, Through organizations like this to go out and be the hands and feet of God, regardless of what our godless politicians and leaders do, let them sit on their hands doing what they do. And we can go and do things on our own and give God the glory for it. So um, as we get ready to wrap this episode up, honey, do you have any last words?
2: No, just. Just focus on being in prayer for everything. Give and pray.
1: Absolutely, be in prayer for these people. Um, be in prayer for Afghanistan in general. And um, yeah, just we really urge you to to find whatever you can, scrape under the couch, <laughs> um, open up your dryer. There might be some change like, in there. Yeah, and just give what you can. Don't
2: think that something's too small. It is. It all adds up.
1: Yeah. So we would encourage you guys to do that. But that is all we have for you guys today. We will be back monday and then god willing we'll have episode eight coming out some point next week we can review that so that's all we got for you guys today love you god bless